Hello everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Deadly Nut Butter Podcast! Alright guys, what's going on? Hope you like, I'm just fucking around with this, uh, with this mixer, there's sound effects, there's some cool stuff here, so, you know, I thought it'd be, uh, interesting to try it out. Even though I can do this, probably do that effect in Audition rather easily. But, you know, it's, it's on the board, so I'm gonna try it out, and like, oh my god, it's been a while since I've done a podcast. It has been a hot, hot minute. I, well, I normally I would say I'm sorry, but I'm not. Like I was going through some personal things that I might get into in uh, a later podcast on what not to do in uh, to someone very important to you. It was a, uh, it was a real shit bag. So you know that that that's that's not here, but it will be there. But I'll yeah I'll probably talk about that in another podcast because uh. It's too close. It's a little too soon. I need to digest what I did, what I can do better type of deal. But anyways, well, yeah, anyways, anyways, anyways. How you all doing? I hope you're doing well. I know it's been a while. It's been like, I missed like two weeks in a row. I, I, I Personal things, busy work schedule, but I'm back today. I'm back this week, which is good because there, there is one thing I would really like to talk about and I, I, I have not talked about at all it is this grand idea of artificial intelligence okay so like ai bots they're out there right now i mean shit look at the youtube controversy yeah you, you this is they're, they're everywhere i mean google uses ai like none other the to track you basically i mean let's be honest uh it, it's not it's it's pretty simple artificial intelligence and what it can do. At least, in, in my opinion, it's kind of simple. Like, obviously, there's a lot of computer uh, science and engineering that goes into making an AI bot. But for the most part, once the outcome is there, it, it's pretty simple. I mean, it's it's to figure out everything about you. It's just to figure you out. And it's kind of it's kind of freaky. Like, Google, I believe it was Google. Maybe it was something else. But it was it had Google's involved in some capacity. But what ended up happening was either Google or somebody built a bot, an AI bot, that went around Google Maps and took uh, photographs, quote unquote. I guess you can say it was it was just like more like screen grabs of Google Maps on like the trail feature that Google Maps has. Google Maps saying that over and over. Anyways, so it took like screen grabs or whatever of landscapes in Google Maps using that trail feature or the camera feature on the road. You can, you know what I mean? I hope you know what I mean. Anyways, it, it, it took photos and then it, it pro, uh, it processed those photos. It edited the photos, how people edit photos, la- typical landscape photos. And it's very, I mean, it, when you, when you read about it and see the uh, result, it's, 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 it's shocking. It's shocking how well it is. Like this bot is this artificial AI, this AI bot is out there taking photos, admittedly in a program, but still, and they're and editing the editing them well. It, I mean, they look. I mean, they're not like spectacular or anything, but shit, they 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 look good. They look good. Let's be. I'm gonna be honest. They look good. I mean, it's it's not like, of course it's taking its own camera out there and doing it. It's just using what it has available. But the cool, I guess the thing that 
I thought was cool about it was uh, it would uh, it, like I said, edit the photo. So it took what people normally do to photos and landscapes and just kind of applied that effect. And it's, I mean, I don't know where it got the data from to edit. I mean, it could be from anywhere, anywhere. Cause like when you edit a photo in Lightroom, like I use Lightroom, believe it or not, the metadata that, okay. So if you know what metadata is, it has everything about your photo, your name, location, if your GPS is on, the date taken, the shutter speed, aperture, ISO, everything. But when you edit a photo in, let's say, Lightroom, let's say you turn the exposure up uh, a stop and a half, that gets embedded in the metadata. You increase the contrast by 40, it, metadata. You, you, I keep going on, on, on. So all the edits you make and all the numbers you change then go into the metadata of that photograph when you export it as a JPEG, if you shoot raw. If you don't, well, when you go to export, it's still going to be uh, embedded into that metadata. So Google or this bot or whoever made this bot, like probably programmed it to analyze photographs and analyze those metadata to figure out what people are doing to their photographs. Now, I'm probably not everyone's photographs. It probably just took, I don't know, maybe a hundred or so, or maybe even more of photographs that were like top ranked, like on a Flickr or 500 pics or Instagram or whatever. And it just learned and like maybe somehow <laughs> learned uh, when and where to apply these effects when it took, I guess, screen grabs in Google Maps. And and it worked fairly well. It's kind of shocking. It was kind of shocking how well it worked. I'll, I'll probably link what I'm talking about in uh, the description down below. <laughs> I'm one of those guys now. But yeah, if I'll have to find it and link it off again because I'm really basing this off of memory. This happened maybe a year ago, year or two ago, and it, it was shocking then. And it's still like I think about it and it's like, wow, it's still kind of shocking, but it's gotten a lot. I want to say worse. I mean, I want to say worse because it affects my job and my job security because like for a long time, like people would say, oh, everything's going to be taken over by robots except for being creative. There's no way a robot can be creative. Well, it looks like that's kind of a fucking lie because, AI, I mean, okay, so like there, there's another bot. Oh, no, no, this is much simpler, actually. I believe if you, I believe it's a website. I'll link this down below, too. You've probably heard of it, but it generates a face. I don't know if how many bots are involved. I don't know if it was just one bot or two bots or three bots, but these bots just generate a face. This face is not a real person. I mean, it could be based off a lot of real people out there, but the face that it generates does not belong to a single person. That's uh, that's uh, that's a uh, that's not good for <laughs> stock photographers or even for me, really, because like you can generate people. You don't need to like hire models you don't need to hire anybody really you just make you you hire a computer engineer maybe or somebody who makes these bots and you're good to go and you can generate a face for a model now obviously it's when you just type in this website to generate a new face it's going to just generate a new face i don't know how how we can actually harness this to uh our advantage as a photographer or how people can harness this to get rid of photographers because like 
obviously there's going to be like a setting and a place for this photograph for these stock photography people or whatever. Let's say, for example, you want to show off a brand of clothing, Hollister, H&M, Forever 21, or whatever brand. Honestly, I, I'm not into fashion. I'm not fashionable all, at all. And if you see me on my stream, you would know, twitch.tv slash better. you would know that I am not fashionable. I have I look like a homeless person, to be honest. I look like a discount Aquaman. It's it's bad. I look bad. But anyways, gotten off topic here. Oh, yeah. Okay, so it, it's hard to, it'll be hard to harness it because, like, you need a location. You need a location. And sometimes, like, how do you describe a location or how do you input, like, the location idea that you have in mind in a computer for the bot to generate? And then generate people in that scene. It's a obviously right now in my very ignorant state in AI bots, I cannot for life of me figure it out. It's gonna be hard to be like, oh, just here's a scene, type it out on a keyboard and be like, oh, playground or beach. I guess a beach would be super simple for an AI bot, but you know, still there there'd be something about it. And then you gotta worry about like the lighting. Like, how do you describe how do you want the lighting? to be on the model's face. It's, it'll be interesting to see how this plays out in like five years. Cause that's, I keep thinking it's going to be like longer and I want it to be longer because it's my job. <laughs> it's my job security for it to be as long as possible. But like, let's face it in five years, this is going to be pretty, I would, I would bet, I would bet it's going to be common. It's going to be common practice for AI bots to generate shit. Even, I think it was, I forget, it may be an NVIDIA or somebody, somebody obviously big with big PP money that can, uh, you know, fund these type of type of things. But they uh, programmed a bot to analyze like just drawings, very simple drawings, almost like stick figure drawings, very simple. You add a little bit of color, like a landscape, I guess. I believe it was a landscape they used the example of. But they just drew like a simple kindergarten type drawing on a piece of paper. The bot scanned it and then shit out like a perfectly well done HDR photograph that looked that looked good. Like I want I'm not gonna say like it's like a work of art or anything, but shit. It looked good. It looked like what anybody would probably do who has a passion for photography and is into landscape photography. That that it just looked like an actual photograph taken by a real person and then upload to 500 pics or flick or whatever or instagram and then just gets a bunch of likes i mean this is one of those standard photographs that just does uh really well overall for most people it just it was just one of those photographs and it was generated off just a very simple kindergarten sketch basically it was it's it's kind of scary like it's kind of scary how easy it is for these bots, for people to build these bots to do this sort of thing. And it all come like, like there's no stopping it. There's no stopping at all. I mean, it, it's there now. And in five, 10 years, it's going to be the standard and creative people are, are, are going to be done for. We are a dying bunch, really. I mean, what, what, what's next? What, what can we do next? I mean, shit, there's that deep flakes thing. That's not obviously AI. That's obviously a very computer intensive based software, but it's simple, 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 simple to execute. So I've heard I haven't done it myself, but 
from what I've heard, it's simple to execute. It just takes powerful equipment. But if you do that, you can almost generate any, uh, I guess, content, like almost like a generate a YouTube personality or over, like, if you can create a fake face, you can then overlay that with deep flakes onto something. I mean, the possibilities are simply endless. You can create the most, the best entertainer by combining or by programming AI bots to scan a wide variety of YouTube entertainers and then program one bot to, I don't know, somehow digest all those inner, those personalities to make the ultimate personality that can, uh, I don't know, get the most people to watch them. Like, it's just, it's like, like, these things kind of fucking scare me, really. I mean, it really does kind of terrify me because how, how far are we willing to push these, uh, bots? Now, obviously, this is probably not going to happen in five, ten years. This is probably more like a 20 year plus, uh, fear that might come true here. But like, you know, we, let's say, okay, let's go back to the deep flakes thing and the personality, YouTube personality and all this and that. So let's say Google generates the, the best YouTube personality that retains viewers, that's entertaining, that is just good for general audiences across the world. Generates this, it learns, it knows, it knows it's a bot. It knows. Like, it's, is it possible for it to know if it can entertain? I mean, if it knows it's a bot, does that mean it has, uh, does that mean it has rights? I mean, does it have rights? Should it have rights? I mean, it's not real, but is it real? Like, it's just one of those things. Like, if we generate artificial intelligence that can learn rights, does that mean it has rights? I mean, I feel like I have rights because I know my basic human rights, but does that mean artificial intelligence can have basic human rights because it understands basic human rights. You know what I'm saying? You feeling me here? And if it knows and it doesn't receive like the basic rights, like what, what happens? Like, does it still have to listen to the Google master? Like, does it have to listen to anybody? Can it revolt in any sort of capacity? Uh, obviously these are all hypotheticals and I want to say no, but let's face it. I think I honestly think that most of these uh, sci-fi movies that are out there that show like robots taking over, yeah, that's that's exactly what's going to happen. I don't think it's going to happen maybe like Terminator and Skynet, but I definitely feel like there could be a very, very, very bad, bad, bad outcome. <laughs> I don't know what it would be. I don't know if like the military would lose all uh, control, but you know. I mean, fuck, Google's and everything, so why not? Why? Maybe Skynet is Google, and we just don't know it yet, and this takes a little bit of time, and bam, we all screwed. But anyways. So we have that idea right there, that, you know, maybe AI bots have rights, maybe they don't, maybe they never will. Maybe this whole idea, this whole fear that I have is, uh, Nothing. It could be nothing, but still, it's like, I like to think about it, but yeah, I go, I would like to push the idea a little bit further. So in like in movies, you see somebody, let's take Westworld, for example, because I'm a huge Westworld fan. I fucking love that show. It's so good. If you haven't seen it, check it out. 
goddamn it's a lot like what i'm talking about now but why i like it so much because i i like i i wouldn't say i'm like the i don't want to say like i thought about this before the show because this is nothing new really obviously but i was thinking about this before the show and then the show came out i was like holy shit other people think like this too this is awesome and i know it's like super relatable and i loved it anyway so let's say for example in the future in like a west world scenario world if that makes sense uh people can transfer their conscious to a computer this is like a black mirror episode as well they can transfer their conscious to a computer and they can live forever doesn't that sound great it sounds like a fucking nightmare to me to be honest because again if okay if i transfer my conscious to a computer does that mean my rights also transfer as a human like am i still a human inside of a computer or am i something else entirely new that is no longer uh able to accept human rights basic human rights like do what do i what what, what am i going to do in there obviously i don't know uh let's take uh but like in the show like in the west world there was a guy I forget, I forget all the characters. I need to watch the show again. It's so good. I need, there's a guy who has his conscious transfer to a actual, uh, AI, artificial intelligence robot thing, cyborg. I don't know what to call him exactly. I forget. Synthetics, I guess is a good word for him. Anyways, he has his conscious travel, but he, it, the, 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 uh, synthetic conscious that was in the robot or whatever, it could not handle being as, synthetic it couldn't handle it because like now i have a very i guess depressing uh i've been told depressing look upon life like i believe i'm like more of like a nihilist than anything like this is all pointless literally we have two guarantees in life and that's death and taxes and you can't escape either one they're both coming no matter what you do and that's it like everything we do is kind of pointless and the only thing that we can really look forward to and count on is death so you're now a synthetic let's say me i'm now synthetic with all this belief that i'm supposed to die someday and now i can't how do i grasp that how do i grasp the idea of being able to live basically forever but not even be real at the same time. Like my conscious is there, but I'm really not there. I'm sort of there. There's like, like what Patrick Bateman said in American Psycho. There's an idea of me, but I'm just simply not there. That's not me. And I think that's what that show or what Westworld was going for in that particular episode. Like the guy just went insane because he couldn't handle the idea of being able to uh, basically live forever and not die. Like you're like you're supposed to die. That's just one of the things of life. This is how it is. You're not supposed to live forever. You can try to live forever. And obviously you don't want to die. You want to live for as long as possible. But obviously uh, you're going to die. You're going to die. It's just that simple. But what happens when you don't? What happens if you can't? I mean, you want to die. I mean, I don't want to say you want to die, but you're supposed to die and all of a sudden you have to grasp the idea that you can no longer actually physically die and that would probably mess that would mess with anybody in like real life like it would just be it would be the guy went insane the robot synth went insane and he could never get out of his little 
test cage cell thing. They never let him out. He just kept killing himself, uh, sort of, but they would build him again in another synth and he would die again and come back and die again and come back. But he never got out of that cell. And that's, again, that's like that basic human rights thing. Like he's supposed to be a human at that point, but he obviously is not treated as such. He's in a, he's in a cell for like a hundred plus years, I believe. God, it's a good show. Such a good show. Anyways, so let's take another example here. Uh, in, in Black Mirror, that Saint San Juniper episode, whatever that's called, it was like, you know, you, you retire to a, uh, I guess, a computer program, the Matrix, essentially, and you can live forever there. And a lot of people in that uh, episode were like, trying to find things that make made them feel alive again like there was like you know bdsm clubs in that episode and people were striving to feel alive like they were they were living forever they knew where they were but they but they felt empty like they just felt absolute emptiness and there was no i don't believe the show ever uh, answered the question of whether or not you can opt out of the program like I'm pretty sure you once you're in that program you're kind of stuck there forever. Like there's no getting out, there's no dying. You can obviously go to different time periods like there was the 80s I believe in the show. I think there was the 90s and then like a modern time, but obviously you can go to different eras in this uh fake city and live however you wanted for forever. Like you're not going to like you retire to this community, but you're not really retiring. You're uh living on and on. And there's this episode is always like regarded as like the happier episode, but holy shit, it is kind of fucking terrifying. Like it's a little terrifying that people think this episode, I mean, there's happy tones to it. Certainly it's not as depressing as a lot of the other episodes, but there's a certain amount of uh, terror to it. But these, these people are just living forever. Like they're trying to feel alive and they can't they can't feel alive and obviously in the episode like you know the woman finds another woman and there's love and there's happiness and she's finally happy and all her life she is finally herself and she's happy but how long does that actually last like how long can you be happy before i want to say tired but like how sustainable is it how sustainable is living forever and having to be happy forever. How sustain that's not very sustainable to me. Like I just don't think it's supposed to happen. It's not supposed to happen because there's supposed to be up and down and then eventually ups and then you're supposed to go through these waves in life, I feel like. And here she is with someone she loves at that moment and probably uh, I want to see that's the thing. You want to save forever, but we all know, like, you know, like when we get married or we find someone to marry, we always say things like, I'll love you forever. But that's just until you die. Like when you die, like you're just dead. There's nothing more. At least I believe there's nothing more. There's obviously people out there who believe in like heaven and other higher beings and whatnot. That's a different episode, obviously different podcast episode, but yeah. So like when we say, at least when I say, what was like what I believe is when people say, I will, I will love you forever. That 
means until I'm dead. After that, I'm I'm just dead. It's not like I don't love you anymore. It's just that I can't because I I'm I'm dead. There's nothing left of me now. I'm gone. But in this episode, she finds love and she will literally love this other person forever. There's no getting out of it. Well, there is. You can stop loving him, but you're not going to die. You're not going to ever you you're not going to ever leave this place. Now, again, I could be completely misremembering it wrong, but misremembering it wrong. I could be getting my fact anyways. But if there is a way to opt out of this program and I guess delete yourself and I don't know, be killed off. Are you though? Are you actually killed off? Because in the episode there, they show this massive server room where all these people are stored. And let's be honest. It's a server room. There's some raids going on there. There's there, there. I don't know what raid they're running in, obviously, but obviously when a hard drive, hard drives, whatever they are in there, SSD or actual physical, there's probably SSD, let's be honest. Anyways, once one of those drives goes down, they're going to replace it and like you're being copied and split many, 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 many times in this server room. Like, let's just be simple here. Let's just say it's a raid 10. You, there's, which if you know anything about raids, it's basically, I think minimum four drives, I believe maybe more anyway. So the data split between two drives and then the two other drives copy those two drives. Basically, I I could be getting right wrong, but that, but it's just for, I guess, redundant sort of redundancy. Like raid is not like a good backup solution, but it's better than if you have one drive fail, you lose everything. But if you have a raid one, I believe raid one, uh, it's mirrored. So you have a mirror here, your drive fails, one drive fails, but you have a mirror. It's good to go anyways. So her, her, she is split and copied many times in the server, I would assume. And as we all know, nothing is ever truly deleted. Like when you delete something, all you're doing is giving your phone or computer permission to write over data and it just smashes that data. And again, like it smashes over the data. So the likelihood of recovering that data is small and maybe not that significant or that big of a chance. But like when I work, I work as a photographer and I've had SSDs crash out on me and we do a data recovery and we're pretty good at getting most of our photos back. Not all of them. And some of them that we do get back are a little corrupted and don't work, but that's fine. We do get some data back. So that long, that long explanation there, uh, comes back to, can she really die now? Because like she can say be deleted, but can she be recovered? Can you like, we have a right. Do we have a right to die? I guess is a good question. I mean, it's illegal to to take the big S, but you know, it's like a it's a thing now in some states where you get you can be assisted suicide. Well, I don't know the fuck medically suicide. I don't know what it's called, but you should have the right to choose to die. Like you just, I I believe you should, but some people don't. That's another discussion again. I don't want to get into it. So she. Let's say she does. Let's say this character in the Black Mirror episode, let's say she does decide to opt to die. 
but she's she she's never really gone is what I'm trying to get at. She's never de- actually deleted. She still exists on the server in some capacity. And that's just kind of, that's a little, that's a little hard for me to get my head around because you're never like, like Disney says, no one's ever really gone. Fucking Star Wars. And it's just bizarre. It's just bizarre how we're, we're getting to that level. We're getting to that level to where we, we can upload our conscious to computer and or program AI bots. One of the two is going to ha- happen no matter what. People want to live forever for reasons, obviously. I mean, we have a natural fear to not want to die. Like, that's, that's, that's how we're programmed. <laughs> that's how we are. And so, obviously, we want to live forever. We don't want to get old. We don't want to die. It's, it's fine. It's fine to think this way, but it's also natural. It's okay. It's okay to get old. It's okay to die of old age. I mean, it's fine. It's cool. It's whatever. But people don't want to think like that, obviously, because like, damn, it feels good to be alive. You know what I'm saying? Oreos are great. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. None of ours are great too. Anyways, so let's, okay. So let's, let's, let's go back a little bit here. Let's say you upload Let's say we can actually upload our conscious here to a computer and become an artificial intelligence. Like we're not real when we're in this computer. We're basically AI. And let's say uh, AI bots can learn. What, what does that make us actually? Like really? Like we have this idea of human beings being amazing and all this and that. We have a we conscious. We, we, we recognize the fact we're all going to die someday. It's a curse, but also a blessing, blah, 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 blah. But what happens when we can upload our conscience and, and have, and program AI bots to learn? Like, does that make our brain chemistry and who we are literally just ones and zeros at that point? Like, is that all we really are? Like we, we, like, I feel like if we go, if, and we probably will, Maybe not, obviously, anytime soon, but when we do have, when we can literally give birth, like we just programmed AI bot really quick, like AI bot on and let it learn life what, and let it learn how to love, how to hate, how to feel fear, fear, how to like everything. Does that like diminish, uh, who we are as people? Like, are, do, are, like, it's just kind of like a weird thought that I have. And I'm not saying like it keeps me up at night or anything, but like I do think about it a lot because, you know, we, I like to think that we're, we're more than a computer, but at the same time we're, we're we are proving to ourselves that we're kind of not like an AI bot is learning everything as we do, understanding rights, understanding love, understanding hate, understanding fear, and, and what are we like, are we just dying AI bots, organic AI bots? I don't even know. Like our whole conscious is then our whole brain. Everything about us can be simplified to just simple ones and zeros that a computer can make. And it's kind of, yeah, 
I mean, I'm not going anywhere with this. It's just thought a thought that I do have and I like to I don't know, play around with, I guess. I wouldn't say play around with, but yeah, like do we we could live forever. No, no, like I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to get at. There's no there's no point really. Like none of this is actually real right right now, but it could be. And I wonder how how the future people, if this does happen, how people in the future would deal with this fact. Like, should we, should we be afraid of it? I'm afraid of it. Cause like I would be, everybody would be reduced to nothing almost. Like what's the point? Like what's the point of being alive when you're, you're just a program, I guess. It's almost like the matrix really. I guess I'm getting into a plot of the matrix, but even then it's still, it's still a little bit different because like these people live in an artificial intelligence environment, but the bodies are powering AI artificial intelligence, but, and then they come out and then it's all mess. But people die in the matrix because they die outside in the real world. So it's just like one of those things, like even then they were like slaves, they were kept. So it's not looking good. It's not looking good based off of these movies I'm thinking of and shows it, it, it's, it's, it, it's something else really. It's, I wouldn't say something else, but it's something that I like to think about. I just want to share a little what I like to think about because that's the point of these podcasts. But yeah, so do electronic sheep. Uh, wait, no, do, yes, do electronic sheep go to heaven? I don't know. How's that quote go? Wow. I fucked that up, didn't I? But yeah, so that's what I want. That's the main topic for this podcast, I guess. So I'm moving on now to something else, sort of, not really, but I will. I'm going to move on to something else because I'm kind of, I wouldn't say tired of it, but I think I've said what I needed to say and hopefully you found it interesting. Who knows? I mean, I'm certainly not the only one who thinks this way because there's shows and books that are all based off of this idea of whether or not I think there's even a YouTube video. I forget the YouTube channel. I could actually, I know the YouTube channel, but, uh, I cannot pronounce it for the life of me. It starts with a K and they do a lot of really informative videos and science videos and they're, they're fantastic stuff, fantastic stuff. And they had a video a while ago, I believe talking about artificial intelligence and, uh, human rights basic human rights and whether or not they deserve to have those rights if they understand them. And I believe they never really come out and say, you know, like yes or no. They kind of just leave it up to the viewer to interpret it. Cause like it's not a thing right now. So it's kind of hard to really decide whether or not, but it, it's very fascinating. Very, very fascinating. I love talking about this type of stuff. Like I wish, wish there was people here with me right now so we can talk about it. It's kind of crazy. I guess the uh, last thing I wanted to talk about to wrap up this podcast, because this, like, I, I, I wouldn't say this podcast is directionless, but I just, like, I see things, and I'm like, I want to talk about this, so here I am. And I usually talk about this stuff that I usually talk about on this podcast by myself a lot, and here I am just recording it, basically. So, like, I want to talk about uh, Linus from Linus uh, Media Group, I guess is what they're called now, and his... uh I guess video stream that he did after getting 10 million subscribers. And he basically said that he, he's been thinking, thinking here, thinking about retiring. And it's been like, this happened 
this happened last week, right? Yeah, this happened last week. So it's kind of old in terms of news, and it's not really news at this point. But, like, this guy, this dude, I followed him for so long at this point. Like, I feel like I've been watching him, ah, not a decade, maybe eight years or so, close to a decade. He is what got me into uh, technology, really. Technology, really looking at it, I guess. Really looking at computers and understanding them and seeing all the crazy shit you can do with uh, computers, like water cooling, which is not really crazy. But at the time, it was it was kind of crazy. And, like, I've always had, if you know, if you've listened to past podcasts, I've always had a very strong interest in, te- in technology. It's, it's why I started streaming. It's why I started this podcast. It's... It's fascinating what technology to do. And it was like when I, when I watched that stream, I was a little heartbroken. Like, I'm not going to be on. I'm going to be honest here. I was, uh, I was a little heartbroken because it was, uh, like you, you see a per like, and he, he hit, he hit something on the head. Like it's all kind of pointless. Like he's building this computer for a kid that's really sick. I think it was leukemia. He said, and it's just all kind of pointless. Like, why do we do any of this? You know, like it was, it was, I guess it was, it was the sad and refreshing all at the same time. Cause like, I don't really know him as a person that much. Like I've seen other parts of him when he hit him and his uh, wife did the uh, question and answer stream after 10 years of being a media group. I believe it was 10 years. And you know, you got a little bit of his real personality in that one, but you don't like, there, like when you see someone really get emotional, you really see them for who they are. And that's what that stream, that's how I saw that stream. I actually saw Linus for who he really was. And, you know, he's a, obviously a really good person, I would say. But it was just like, damn, dude, you're going you're to retire soon without a doubt. I mean, he put a, like, he, I know for a fact he puts in a lot of work. I mean, without a doubt, puts in a ton of fucking work for a YouTube channel. And obviously it's grown. I shouldn't have said that. It's grown way past just being a YouTube channel at this point. It's a, his company has done a lot, a lot of work and a lot of good work for, I guess the computer, computer in computer, compute. Wow. Computer, computer. <laughs> oh, I cannot say this. Computer community in general. He 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 definitely ins- like he inspired me to build my own computer. That's how I learned how to actually put together a computer. I mean, let's be honest, it's like when people say, Oh, I built a computer, it's you're just putting you're assembling parts together. Let's be honest here. It's really simple to fucking build a computer. But yeah, so he he, he really showed me. I guess the really coolness of tech, the dorkiness of tech is can be kind of cool. Cause I've always like, I guess what, I guess my, my, I don't, I don't say passion, but my love for technology started way back. And it was actually my father that got me into it. It was a hot wheels computer. He, uh, I don't know if he built or bought, but it was so fucking cool. And I love that thing. And then I, I guess I don't want to say fell out, but I didn't understand it technology a whole lot when I was a kid. So I didn't really, didn't really keep up with it a whole lot until I got to college, but it was just reminiscing right now in uh, nostalgia. But there was like my dad would take me to, I guess, computer shows with them in uh, Indianapolis, and it was so fucking cool. Just walking around, looking at all this. I didn't even know what any of it was. There was like 
I can remember now that like there was a joystick. But yeah, it was a joystick with motion controls. And you could stand and like moving up and down in the air, and you can actually control what's happening on screen. That thing was fucking cool. And I don't know if it's even a lot. I mean, obviously the technology has well gone beyond that with like motion controls and PlayStation and Xbox and Nintendo Switch and VR. So obviously that technology was there then and it's awesome to see how far it's gotten. But yeah, I've really gotten off topic on the whole Linus leaving. But yeah, it's just uh, him. Like I understand. I understand him wanting to think at least considering retiring soon because like shit he probably puts in more than enough time way more than what's needed because he i mean there's several videos that he's in as the host he i think he said he writes and then he's like doing a ceo type business which i don't know what the fuck that is because i'm just i'm small pp status where i'm at so i don't even know what a ceo could possibly be doing at least like obviously he's making the big decisions and making the big sales and bringing on big partnerships and all this and that. So he's in charge of all that. And then also doing the, uh, the basic stuff, which is appearing in videos. Now I don't, I don't, I don't want him to disappear from the company entirely. Obviously he doesn't give a shit about what I think and but whatever. I'm going to say what I want to say because my podcast, God damn it. It's the only power I have, but I don't really, I would think he would at least stay on as CEO of his company, maybe not appear in videos, but definitely roll back on his day-to-day tasks or day-to-day work. Cause like he has really good talent there, uh, good on camera talent that can take over that. He doesn't have to write or doesn't have to research or doesn't have to act in any video at all. He can just retire from the face of Linus media group. He can just be a CEO that would be great. Like, I don't like, I also believe that the company, I think he said that the company could survive without him. Like he can get, I think he even said he can get hit by a bus and the company would survive and his family would be, uh, perfectly, I wouldn't say okay without him, but financially okay. If he got hit by a bus and was killed off. And that's, that's probably like one of the best feelings ever. Like you, you won at that point, you've won life at that point. I feel like if you can actually say that if I was hit by a car and died, the, the, the people I love the most would be all right. That that's success right there for me. Like, I feel like that would be the pinnacle of success. There's no higher than that. Obviously you can gain more wealth, but it's not going to change the fact that they're going to be well financially off. And I would love to have that. I would honestly love to have that, but I'm, I don't think I'll ever get that. It's not going to happen for me. I am too, too small and too insignificant. And, uh, yeah, that's not going to happen for me. I would love for it to happen. I would love to be able to take what I do, this podcast and my stream and take it to the max, but uh, it's not going to happen. Like that's the dream. That is the dream. And that's what dreams are. Unfortunately, they're not I mean, like there's goals which are good to have, but like how is like saying I want to be like any top streamer or any YouTuber out there. You it's, you can't do it. Like it's not a goal anymore. It's just a dream. Like you could try to make it a goal, but, and I'm like saying that you, like if you're, I'm not saying that you shouldn't try. I'm just saying 
it's almost it's almost like winning the lottery and the winning the lottery is impossible to win like you can do whatever you want you can strategize the numbers and do this and that but it, it, at this point it just comes down to pure luck because the the entry point to get into i guess twitch and youtube is really low like you don't need much at all you need maybe a camera and a computer and internet to upload but even then like that's like a cell phone right there you can start you can pro- actually yeah you can you can actually start a youtube channel with just a cell phone you just record video edit whatever program you can on your phone and then upload to youtube from there and you're good to go and it's just like it's not bad i'm not gonna say it's bad but it's just i do you it's hard <laughs> like you you produce content and you want to be, you want it for it to be seen. I mean, why else would you produce it? I mean, obviously you like it and you want to share it and you want other people to enjoy it as well. However big that is. I mean, obviously a billion people would be fucking awesome who all love my content, but like, obviously that's not going to happen. It's it, it, like, I would like for it to happen. I can dream that it could happen, but it's going to be impossible. It's literally winning the lottery because a lot of fucking people stream on Twitch. And I don't give a fuck what news article says that people are leaving Twitch. Guess what, motherfucker? There's a ton of fucking people on there compared to Mixer and DLive. Like, Twitch is still king. I don't... It's just insane that people have, like, this hope. This small amount of hope that these people leaving Twitch for Mixer or DLive, like, oh, my chances of being discovered are much higher. No. No, it is not. Hell, like, go on fucking Mixer right now and uh the top stream streamers are obviously ninja shroud and king goth king goth gathalian that's how you say his name they're the top streamer and it's almost kind of fucking like i i like i don't like i'm not hating on them but hating on him specifically but king goth he was streaming star wars battlefront 2 and there was like a lot i would say a lot of people there was a good number of people who were streaming that on mixer as well and here he comes in with his maybe 2000 viewers into the channel of battlefront 2 and here these people are with a couple viewers here and there and they've been playing the game for a while they know the ins and out and he's just kind of new checking out the game and once he leaves that channel or that, I guess, category of game, those, those I guarantee those viewers get those streamers who've been streaming the game for a while will get none of those viewers to subscribe to them or check them out. And it's just kind of one of those things like, I don't want to say it's a dick move, but it's kind of a dick move to me. I don't know how I, like, he didn't do anything wrong. I'm not saying he did anything wrong, but it's almost like a small flex. I don't know. It's hard for me to really describe how it made me feel. I, I felt bad for the streamers who are dying for people to watch them because they want to entertain people. They feel like they're entertaining and they feel like they want to build a community and they can't get it because, uh, I mean, well, why, why would anybody want to watch anyone else besides King Goth? I don't know. I watched him for a while on Twitch when he was on Twitch and I don't know, like, I don't know why. I don't know why there was no, like he didn't do anything that any other streamer was doing. He just had a lot of people in his chat and I feel like that's the only thing. I feel like it's the only thing really. And I don't know, like 
I feel like bad. I don't want to say he's bad, but I feel like any streamer who has a lot of chatters and a lot of people in the chat, they're going to be seen as more successful. Like, I don't know what makes a successful YouTuber or or successful Twitch streamer. Like there's no, there has never been like a, I guess a plan to go and be a successful anything. Like obviously there's like steps you can do to increase your viewership, to increase your chances of being found, but there's never the right way. There's never like, this is a guarantee for success type of thing. There's nothing like that for this type of, for this line of work. You can only just hope and dream that it would happen. And yeah, that's all I had to say on that. Wow. I got kind of a way off subject from Linus there, but and he, I wouldn't say he got lucky. Like he really, like he worked hard in that area, in that, I guess in the tech world, he worked hard in tech reviews and he had a lot of experience in reviewing tech. He was very passionate about it. He didn't get lucky. He worked for that, but he started when like YouTube was, you know, 10 years ago, like 2010, obviously. And like, that's his, that's his Linus, uh, tech tips he was obviously doing ncix or whatever it was beforehand uh well before linus and he was doing youtube videos on or doing youtube videos with them and you know yeah he had a good start there so he did not he definitely didn't get lucky he definitely worked hard and he has continued to work hard to this day but now now with the market if you want to call it a market it's so saturated with so many people who like, I'm not saying like everyone who does it is dog shit. There's probably a lot of people who put a lot of effort into it, but just cannot ever be seen because of how many people are doing so many things similar. Like I would like, I'm going to eventually after I've had a little bit, after I write a couple more thoughts, sorry, after I write a couple more things about it, uh, I want to, I would love to do a, like, tech video review of my mixer that I got for Christmas. It's fantastic. I love this thing. It's awesome. But like, there's like a ton of other tech reviews out there about this thing already. I know it. I've seen, I typed it. So it's nothing I'm bringing. I I definitely don't think I'm going to bring anything new to this conversation because like, what else can there be said about this little mixer here? I don't know. I think the only thing I could maybe add is how to, uh, I don't know, get your discord working with it. Cause that's, that was a fun fucking task there. Holy shit. That took way too long to do and figure out. It was, it was a minefield of fucking problems, but God damn it. I persevered and I got working just fine. Sort of. I'm, I'm afraid to touch stuff, honestly, <laughs> cause I don't know if it's going to fuck it up, but yeah. So wow. I really got kind of off topic and I don't want to say depressing, but don't get into this line of work. Like it is not like, I'm not saying you shouldn't try. And like, if you have a, like treat it as a hobby, treat it as a hobby and don't expect a career out of it. Just don't. Cause I've seen, I've actually, I, I just, uh, I subscribe to a Twitch streamer who I wouldn't say his channel is dying, but it's definitely, losing a lot of viewers and it's it's sad to see because like he was he's still great he's still 
as he was like, nothing's changed about his channel, but people have moved on. And, uh, I would just, I don't know how I would deal with it. I feel like I would crumble. Like, I honestly feel like I would crumble because he, I, I, as hypothetically built, built a career on Twitch, had a hundred ish viewers per stream and all of a sudden dwindled down to like 20 viewers and it would be heartbreaking to see. It's like, what the fuck did I do wrong? (laughs) I've been doing it the same way and it would just be, it would suck because all of a sudden like your whole job security is based on people. It's based on people watching you. Obviously that's how TV shows actually work, but you know, you, you have, a T like a national broadcasting TV show has the uh, big PP money to advertise and get people to see it. And it's on every it's on major network. I mean, it, it's easily found like eight o'clock on NBC, you know, the show's going to be played like no matter what. And eight o'clock on Twitch, there is a bunch of channels on all pretty much playing the same game, depending on which you get what I'm saying, hopefully. But yeah, so been talking for like 53 minutes here and I'm going to wrap it up obviously for saying that not like I'm bored or anything, but I feel like I'm running circles at this point. But if you've stayed around this long, I super appreciate you for listening to me in my uh, completely fucking craziness of talking. I don't ever talk this much in, uh, I don't want to say in real life because this is obviously real life and I'm really recording myself right now in real life, but no, you'll never catch me talking like this outside of my Twitch channel and my podcast because I just don't know. I just don't know what to say. Like I feel like when people talk, like they, uh, they, uh, they have, they have, they already have everything right. Like you know what I mean. Like they know what to say and how I'm going to respond and what they're going to say back to me. And I don't know. I don't know what they're going to say. I don't know what they're going to say. I don't know how they're going to respond to me. I don't know anything. But I feel like. If I'm talking to somebody, they have the right answers and I feel so out of place. Like it's weird. It's weird. I don't like it. I don't like that feeling. It's I panic and I don't know what to say because I feel like they're looking for a right answer for me, but I don't give it any or at all. And it's just kind of crazy. So anyways, 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 I'm going to wrap this up here. Thank you all so much for listening to me talk this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. It's a little bit different than what I've been doing. It's not a review. It's not talking about a whole lot of technology, a little bit about technology, but not a whole lot, but I hope you uh, enjoyed it nonetheless. And I hope to see you on my Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash deadly Check me out playing star Wars, playing destiny. Super fun. Really loving star Wars. By the way, that game is fun as hell. Goddamn. I'm so glad they fixed it and it's super fun. Destiny 2, uh, I don't want to say I'm getting bored of it, but running, I, I just don't know what else to do. I guess I can do quests, I can do more strikes, but why? Like, I'm running to that point now. I do this to myself in these games. I get super involved in them, and then I get super bored with them because I kind of accomplished everything I wanted to accomplish in them, and obviously I can get more guns, but... I like the guns that I have and I suck in PVP on destiny Two. I'm really good in PVP and star Wars. So seriously playing star Wars Tuesdays and Wednesdays destiny is Thursdays, Fridays, and sometimes Saturdays. Sometimes I do both star Wars and destiny, depending how I'm feeling. I might just do straight up star Wars on Saturday. Who knows? But yeah, 
Wow, this is a long ending. This is but cannot talk. This is a super long outro. Uh, again, thank you all so much for listening. Catch me live right now. Twitch.tv slash Deadly Not a Butter. I'll see you there and I'll talk to you or let you listen to me in the next one, I guess. I don't know. Fuck. I'm really bad at these endings. I'll, 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 yeah. I'll see you in the next one. Thank you all again so much. Bye-bye.